Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, everyone, and welcome inside Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. This is the Bob Pompiani Show on a cold Saturday in Pittsburgh and a very interesting one coming up in the NFL. Joel Nelson is in the booth today. He'll be taking your calls when you call him at 412 412- 928-9370. That is also the number of the Edgar Snyder & Associates fan text line. Edgar Snyder & Associates reminds you to text responsibly. Twitter is brought to you by South Hills Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Peters Township. Visit them online at southhillsjeep.com. And before I go any further, love to wish a wonderful 100th birthday to Mr. Joe Hardy, who was the founder, the inspiration of 84 Lumber, and of course, the man who purchased out of bankruptcy Nemecolon Woodlands has turned it into one of the best resorts in um, the world, quite frankly. And so we wish him all the best on his 100th birthday. In the meantime, we have a lot to get into today. I want to thank our sponsors of the program, PNC Bank. Make today the day. Shop 24-7 with number one Cochrane Expressway at Cochrane.com. Also, Shenderovich, Shenderovich and Fishman, Iron Rock Tap House in Greensburg. Let us know what you think. Call us. You can also tweet me at KD Pomp. So it took a while, and the best news of the week, of course, and that's where we'll start was with uh, DeMar Hamlin and how he has really bounced back after nearly dying on the field on Monday night in Cincinnati and all the concern that everyone had, the great work by the Buffalo medical team and the CPR administered by people who now are viewed as heroes they should be viewed and we should also take a moment to thank all the ems workers the first responders all day every day for what they do because they make a difference between living and dying in so many cases and and this was in plain view of everyone to see but thankfully he's in the great hands of the people at the university of cincinnati level one trauma center and boy uh he's bounced back to the point where he is facetiming his teammates in buffalo yesterday so they have to feel a lot better about playing on sunday and they'll feel even better if Kansas City loses to Vegas today. But I also want to remind you, Pitt plays Clemson in basketball today at 4 p.m. We'll talk a little bit about Pitt as we go along and whether or not they're legit contenders. Because, man, they have been terrific in some good competition to get to a 4-0 start. But due to an overwhelming advance response, the banner supporting DeMar Hamlin, which is going to be up at the Peterson Event Center, will now be available to sign at 2.30 adjacent to sections 224 and 225 at the Peterson Event Center. So the people of Pitt would like to thank everyone involved for doing that. There's been a tremendous response. That's something that's going to go to DeMar, and um, I think it's a great gesture on everyone here. So hopefully 
uh, he'll make a complete recovery, and it's too soon to talk about football, you know. But as one of the doctors said, Demar, you've won the game of life, and that's what matters most. So we also have life moving on in the football world, and we saw an unprecedented situation this week where uh, the competition came up with a different set of rules, and they kind of made this up as they went along, I suppose. There was a plan in place that was hatched way back in, you know, three years ago when the pandemic started that if something unforeseen happened and one team couldn't fulfill the entire, you know, 17 games, then it was 16 games, then it would be winning percentage, which would decide everything. And I thought that was still the prudent way to go here because now they're making and they've approved all these different things that would include even a coin flip to determine home field if Baltimore and Cincinnati meet in the first round of the playoffs. And if the Ravens win today at Cincinnati and if the Chargers beat Denver, then that's what would happen. And you'd get a coin flip. Um, the sure the people of Cincinnati aren't happy about the situation, but again, um, they've decided to do it this way. And quite frankly, they also have to take into account what happens if Buffalo and Kansas City, for example, meet in an AFC championship game or Cincinnati somehow is in there. And, if you know, they want a neutral site. They've already tapped into the Lucas Oil Center in Indianapolis. And so far, that's not working. They have a previous commitment on the 28th and 29th of January, so they're not going to be able to do it. Could it be that? Accursure Stadium, if those teams are involved, would be hosting it. It could very well be. It could come down to that. Cold weather site, maybe they want it outdoors, although by looking at you know, the indoor facility in Indy, that seemed to be their first choice, but it's not going to happen due to previous commitments. 412-928-9370 is the number to call. We will talk more about that as we go, and specifically what the Steelers need to do, because last week, if you joined us, you know that we, we were talking about three things had to happen. And guess what? Three things happened. And they lived another week. And so now here they are in a situation where they have to do the same thing. Three things have got to happen. Um, they have to beat Cleveland, first and foremost. Buffalo has to beat New England tomorrow. And then the Jets have to beat Miami tomorrow. Miami's lost five in a row. And it's pretty stunning to me how the Steelers have come to life here. And I'll, and I'll explain more about what other teams have not done over the last month that has paved the way for the Steelers even to have a heartbeat here this late in the season on the final week. And it's for the fourth time in the last five years and for the seventh time since Mike Tomlin became a head coach, the Steelers have had to win their final game and get help. They did it last year, you might recall, when of all things Jacksonville at home beat Indianapolis. All Indy had to do was win. They couldn't do it. The Steelers won their final game and they got in. Uh, the problem is it's the same situation this year. If you do get in, most likely you're going to take on either Kansas City or Buffalo, depending on what happens this weekend. So pick your poison there. So we'll talk more about that and what the Steelers have to do and your thoughts about some of the stuff regarding the Steelers in terms of the offseason. If this season should end tomorrow and they don't get in, a lot of interesting decisions have to be made. Again, it's 412 928 Let's go out to the phone lines. I believe we have Gus in Beaver County. Gus, you are first up today on our show. How are you? Bob, in a blink of an eye, I knew of a young man from, from the Beaver County area, Hal Galupi, a very strong young man, perfect health. He ran into the catcher at a softball game 20-some years ago, made it to the dugout, collapsed. He was dead. So it takes, Bob, a blink of an eye. With that, I want to wish healthy New Year and Happy New Year to everyone. And uh, I was really taken aback by the, what transpired on Monday night, uh, everyone's in my thoughts and prayers. Thanksgiving's to all the people that helped this young man out. Bob, I want to talk about hockey, though. The Penguins. We're missing our fourth line. We're missing a goalie. 
uh, two of our best defensemen are out. Our top lines are struggling right now. We got our our hands full, but that fourth line is a big thing to miss. And looking around, Bob, look at the Washington Capitals. They're getting healthy and they're on fire. When they get uh, Mr. Wilson back, along with a few other players they're missing, they're really firing on all cylinders. And I look at what Minnesota's doing over in the other conference. Unbelievable. Penn's really got their work cut off for them, Bob. What do you think? Well, I guess there's no question because right now they're on the outside looking in if the playoffs were to start, which they don't. But, you know, for a team that had rattled off a 15-2-2 stretch there, now to lose six in a row after previously losing seven in a row, they've fallen to 44 points. And that is out of the wild card even. Uh, so the Islanders have two more points. They've overtaken them. As you mentioned, Washington's overtaken them. The Rangers have overtaken them. Uh, the, the only good news is that the Penguins have three games in hand over the Islanders and two in hand over Washington. But to your bigger point, what they need to do, number one, they can't finish games when they get the lead in the third period. And number two, uh, they got to get better consistency on the, you know, the, the bottom six. I agree. They haven't gotten much of that. And quite frankly, the top people aren't scoring either. They're they're running into a bit of a drought here at the same time. And we saw that on display in Vegas the other night. It's a good Vegas team, but, you know, the Penguins should be able to compete with them. And they were down, before you know it, four zip, and they couldn't really come back into this game. So uh, they have some good news tomorrow in that Arizona is on the schedule. And then they come home, and Gus, they need to start getting it going. But, again, the power play has got to be – they really miss Chris Letang, although I thought Ty Smith handled situations well. Uh, he got his first goal the other night. But Chris Letang, for all his detractors, they should realize his importance for a lot of things. The ice time that he amasses on a game-to-game basis, it makes everything else, I think, better. I think Brian Dumoulin's really struggled, Gus. I don't know about you, but he his drop-off has been rather severe to me. Right. Hey, hey Bob, this is going to be no day at the beach at Arizona. They say that atmosphere there is really something because it's a very small arena with 5,000 seats. It's loud, but their record is 8-1-1 at home, and they recently beat the Boston Bruins at home. So uh, the Pens better bring their A game, and I still have confidence in this team, but they better get to work because the days are passing by. Thanks for taking my call, uh, Bob, and God bless everyone out there with a healthy new year. All right, very much so. Thank you, Gus. Appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, I... I mean, any team's capable of winning, but it's Arizona. You got to win these games. You can't be losing to a team like Arizona. They they've been shot out a few times this year, and they have some okay players. But overall, they're a very beatable team, and they really need to win those two points and and get regulation wins as well. They've dropped to nineteen, thirteen, and six, which is essentially saying you're a five hundred hockey team. It's nineteen wins and nineteen losses, not counting those loser points. Four one two nine two eight ninety three seventy. I'd be interested to get your thoughts about the Steelers and the Browns. The Browns, to me, are a team that looks like it has some issues. Uh, they have some, um, you know, a little bit of infighting going on between Jadavion Clowney, who's not even going to make the trip here, apparently, and Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett to the point where he borrowed the Tomlinism and said, we want volunteers, not hostages. It's amazing. So, you know, the, the bottom line is uh, the Steelers should be able to come out early, take a lead. And, and at that point, if you're Cleveland, you're probably thinking, okay, I'm going to go to Aruba on a vacation. They may have checked out early, but you got to do that. If you allow them to stay in it early, you know you're going to get a heavy dose of chub. But also, you know, I thought Deshaun Watson, as much as I don't like the fact that he's playing in the league, um, is playing better. He had three touchdown passes in the second half of the win against Washington. So 
you know, that's another element that they haven't seen. And the Steelers have beaten up on some teams that don't have elite quarterback play. Uh, Deshaun Watson, when he's on his game, is elite in many ways. And so if they see that tomorrow, they better be able to deal with that because they got some guys down the field who could certainly hurt you. Amari Cooper leaves the team with 105 catches. Uh, you have Donovan Peoples-Jones. He's obviously pretty good and you got Chubb over there. Um, defensively, Denzel Ward had an interception last week. Uh, and he's had interceptions, I think, a couple or three weeks in a row now. So he's a guy that, you know, Kenny Pickett's got to watch out for. Uh, but, the, but the Steelers should be able to take care of business. I'm expecting them to win. And then it comes down to what will happen after that. And here's why the Las Vegas game with Kansas City is very important today. If Kansas City should win that game, then they have the number one seed just because of the way things have turned out. Buffalo would know they can't win the number one seed. And then you wonder what they will do tomorrow in terms of resting players because you know, they have a game that's rendered really insignificant for their future. New England still has to win, and that's the other thing that has to happen for the Steelers. They have to have New England lose. But if Buffalo is not challenged to win that game, you may not see, you know, Josh Allen a lot. They may rest regular starters, which should certainly help New England. And then the other game is the Jets and the Dolphins. And, you know, it's down to Joe Flacco now. He's being brought back to play. And he's a guy who's capable of coming up with a three-touchdown performance as well as a four-interception performance. And on the other side, Tua Tagovailoa still cannot play because of his concussion. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater will be available as a backup, but it's going to be Skylar Thompson, who is their starting quarterback. So uh, there's a lot going on, a lot of things. Three things happened last week and three more happened this week. I want to remind you, we have the 84 Lumber Mike Tomlin Show coming at you tonight, 1135 on KDKA. Tomorrow we begin 1130 a.m. live over at Stadium with a bet MGM Steelers kickoff. And then afterwards, two hours of postgame on Pittsburgh CW. We've got a busy day, and it may extend the week uh, if they should qualify for the playoffs. It's must-see TV for sure, as the Steelers need to win and hope two things happen. We will take a break. 412-928-9370 is the number to call. Get on the line. Let us hear what you think about not only the Steelers in Cleveland, but what happens in the offseason. What changes should be made? What do you think needs to happen? But the, the one good thing that has happened is Kenny Pickett and his offense have taken a big step forward. The key players, the young players on it, should be well-equipped to start next season much better than if they had not gotten the exposure I think they've gotten so far this year. We'll take a break, come back with more. 412-928-9370 at KD Pomp. This is the Bob Pompiani Show. We are live. Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back, everyone. It's hour number one of a two-hour program on the air until 1 o'clock today. So call 412-928-9370. Our thanks to PNC Bank. Make today the day. Number one, Cochrane. Go one better. Use expressway.com to get all the latest from number one Cochrane. Also, Ireland Contracting, Shenderovich, Shenderovich, Fishman, and Iron Rock Tap House. I know most people don't want to talk about AMBA, but I want to bring this up because it was something that we had really never seen in the last, I don't know how many years. But you watch the Toronto Raptors game the other night against Milwaukee. Milwaukee led by 20 points in the final four minutes. And it was like 13 points in the final minute or whatever it was. They came back and tied, forced overtime. Uh, and Milwaukee eventually won the game despite that comeback. But teams that are in that position up 20 uh, in the last 25 seasons, and there have been 6,619 of them, they're 6,619 and all. They never lose that lead. And Milwaukee almost did as Toronto stormed back. 412-928-9370, we're talking about the Steelers' chances, what you expect tomorrow. Can all three things happen again? Also this week, we have the NFL – Hall of Fame semi or finalists now. There's 15, and on the list you'll find a lot of people except Heinz Ward and James Harrison. Those guys were omitted from this list. I'm a little bit surprised, but I also know that they have a lot of people. And the longer this goes, you know, you have people blocking other people from the same positions. Um, you know, like Tory Holtz on that, Andre Johnson. There's a lot of receivers, so if you get a, a chance to get in, you hope it happens sooner rather than later. Even Reggie Wayne on that list. There's a guy on the list that I wonder what you think. Devin Hester. He's officially listed as a wide receiver, but you know more than anything else, he was a kick returner. To me, the best ever. He has more non-offensive touchdowns than anyone in the history of the game. So, Devin Hester, should he be in the Hall of Fame? I say yes to that. A lot of people I know say no to that. What do you think at 412-928-9370? Let's go out to Anthony in Oakland, who joins us right now on Sports Radio 93.7, the fan who, and Anthony, I understand you're making your own in-studio debut this week with Zeist. Is that true? Oh, yeah. I, I come on, I've been coming on since last summer with the Zeist man on Fridays at 12. How about that? Yeah. Ratings so, have uh, gone straight up. You should demand a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> well, I appreciate it, Bob. Bob, I have to differ with you as far as the progress of, with the offense. Um, they've only scored 280 points this year after 16 games. They're third from the bottom behind Houston and um, uh, in front of Houston and Denver. That's just not acceptable, Bob. If you want to be a great team this time of the year, you should be in a 400-point range and up. And um, that's where they should be subscribing to want to get to. And they can't do it as far as if they have Canada as their offensive coordinator. It's, it's just that simple because they go on these long drives that are susceptible to, to offsides or 
uh, assortment of things and, and selling for field goals at times. So, no, no, I want chunk plays. It's not there enough for my satisfaction. And it, it, it hurts your defense because they have to be almost perfect in some of these games. It's just not good enough, Bob. I would agree with that, but my my rationale about this offense is that it has progressed, you know, and again, because they have so many young people, I totally agree. I mean, their uh, points per game is unacceptable, and I think they will make a change, but I also think that this experience that Kenny Pickett's getting, not to mention, I think, this run game and the healthy Najee Harris being pushed and complimented by Jalen Warren bodes well for them. I think their offensive line has taken a step in the right direction, so I, I look at it a little bit differently only because... I think it's still in the embryonic stages. You know, this this is a group that is going to grow, I think. And this this season should help them starting next season. But absolutely, you're right about the you got to have big, capable, big strike play potential just because every team in the league that's an elite team has that. And, and they haven't shown that. That doesn't mean it's not coming, though, Anthony. So I guess my my optimism about their offense has been mostly about how these young guys have gotten experience and seem to be getting better as the season goes on. Still not a, not enough points, for sure. Well, it, it, like I said, it depends on what, what prism you're looking at. I, I look at the prism of where I want this team to be and where they uh, uh, project themselves to be. And 280 points after 16 games is just not enough. And I, so, yes, they're, they're making progress, and that's good, you know, but, hey – Look what's going on in San Francisco with a rookie, Mr. Irrelevant, Purdy. There's, they, they, they demand points, and they're getting them in bunches. So that's where we want to be. And, 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 and defensively, the Steelers, are, there's still some things they can do to get on the status that we're accustomed to in here. But um, you want to be, at this time of the season, you want to have 400 points or more scored, and you want to give up in the 250 range if you're a good defense. That's the imbalance. You want that type of balance. You want 400 for your offense and 250 or under as your defense. And they're not there yet, but offensively, let's hope by next year when they get a, a, a schemer and a planner in here who will help the young quarterback and get more chunk plays, I'll be more satisfied. Well, I, and I agree that San Francisco, their scheme, it makes players better quicker, too. They have a scheme that works for someone who hadn't taken any snaps in the NFL, like Brock Purdy. And he's turned himself into a very significant part of their team as they head forward here. Uh, real quick, Anthony, before you go, Devin Hester, yes or no when it comes to the Hall of Fame? Oh, of course. He was uh, he was ridiculous, as they say. Is that an that's what said? I need to when say. When he said, Devin Hester, <laughs> you are ridiculous. And he was. He was a, fantastic. But so was Rod Woodson and Deion Sanders, too. So they were great. But, yeah, Hester, yeah. I loved him. Well, I get this pushback, and thank you for the call, Anthony. I always appreciate right, that, man. you know, special teams players don't deserve to be in there. Well, I think they do. You have – and this applies even to field goal kickers. I mean, if you're if you're good or, you know, a good punter, you, you change field position, you come up with points in critical times, absolutely you're part of the game. And for those who think it's not as significant as – or it shouldn't take the place of regular players who play every down. Okay, fine. If you believe that, fine. I don't. I think significant players in significant times of games make a difference. And if he's made that big of a difference, then he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. 412 928 Let's go out to Greg in Youngstown. Greg, good morning. How are you? Hey, Bob. First off, if uh, Anthony gets a show, I should be doing the pregame pirate show then. So, uh, <laughs> let me think. 
Let me say something about Hester. If Heinz Ward can't make the Hall of Fame and the guy's an MVP in a Super Bowl, plays in three Super Bowls, this guy shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. I'm sorry. Hey, yo, if you're telling me that Heinz Ward isn't better than Devin Hester? It's a joke. It's different positions, but they're all up for grabs here. And, and the problem, and you found it with Jerome Bettis, you found it with Alan Fanica. They, I think everyone thought they're going to be Hall of Famers. They had to wait five and six years because what happens is there's a stockpile of these these receivers. And I think in the receiver position, it only gets more difficult because more names are going to be available now. And they're not going to take all wide receivers in every class when you have only five guys to choose from. There's so many positions. And, you know, so if you're going to compare those two, you really can't compare those two because they play different positions. But they're on the ballot. Yeah, hey, I got a question to ask you. Just, I know this might be a little out of bounds, possibly, because everybody's so sensitive. But Monday night, if the Bengals are winning by 13 points in the third quarter, late in the third quarter, and this guy gets hurt, are they canceling that game? Uh, I would, I would think probably the same thing because it's, it's still within reach, regardless of a ten point. Yeah, I think they, they're not going to play that game. You saw what happened. There, there's no way you could play it now. Again, to me, the simplest solution would have been just use the existing rules and go by win percentages. And you don't have to apologize to anyone because that was the book. That was what they agreed to a few years ago. They radically changed in season. I understand why, but I think they had a set of conditions that was available to them, and they chose not to utilize them. But but if a team forfeits a game, isn't it a loss, no matter how you spin it? I mean, they didn't want to play. That's a loss. They, they should both have gotten lost. No, but it, it wasn't It wasn't a forfeit. It was declared a no contest. So both teams, I think, agreed to it at the time. So I think that's a different situation. Anyway, to me, it just should have been uh, I, I, strictly I mean, win percentage. That's the problem. You get losses, man. You don't play, you get a loss. we got to stop being so soft on everything. You get a loss. That's how you solve the uh, problem. Come on. Greg, you had to see no, that. No, that was a life or death problem. situation. That's not about being soft. I think what's being soft is they changed the rules. If you're going to ask me about being soft, I'd rather have them stick to what they had. It would not have affected every other team. And now this may affect people like the Steelers because Buffalo could find themselves in a useless game tomorrow. They've radically changed everything here. And I don't know that that was the right way to go about it. Anyway, thanks for the call. Okay, whatever. I mean, <laughs> I just got to go to a break here pretty soon. I'm going to get Bob from uh, Lebanon on before I do that, though. So, Bob, I know you've been waiting. What's going on? Hi, Bob. Great show as always, and uh, Merry Christmas to you, Bob. It's the Orthodox Christmas, brother. That's right. And uh, here's here's my scenario, Bob. Uh, Steelers take care of business against Cleveland. Uh, no way the uh, the uh, Raiders beat Kansas City. That 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 leaves Buffalo locked into the number two seed. But they're going to win one for Demar. Uh, they could rest Josh Allen, but they're still going to beat him. Beat them for Demar. Uh, here's where here's where it gets tough, Bob. We're putting our hopes on the broad shoulders of Joe friggin' Flacco, Bob. Come on, we're playing in Miami, and my and uh, Skylar Thompson didn't look that bad against uh, the Patriots. So uh, it's going to be tough for the Jets to beat Miami, Bob. What do you think, brother? I agree with that. Of all the three scenarios, this is the one that's going to be the worst. I think. Uh, because Miami's lost five in a row. They're due to win. They have to win. Uh, Jets are eliminated, which doesn't help the Steelers' cause. And Joe Flacco, though, I mean, he can he can go deep and beat you apart. they got a banged-up secondary in Miami. So, Bob, I would not be surprised if he has some success. But 
I still think the odds are stacked against the Steelers when it comes to New York Jets. They they have been a mess. Right. And, um, you know, Mike White was at least somebody playing okay. Now he's not playing. Flacco hasn't played really since the beginning of the season. Who knows? I would not want to bet on that game. But if I had to, I'd bet Miami. Right, yeah. Hey, Bob, uh, great show as always. And, uh, and uh, have a happy New Year, Bob. All right, you do the same. Thank you, Bob. Appreciate that. All right, we got lines open for you. 412-928-9370 is the number to call. So get on it. Let me know what you think about these issues and whether or not you think Devin Hester should be in the Hall of Fame ahead of people like Heinz Ward or James Harrison. It's apples and oranges when it comes to positions, but these are all lumped together in terms of votes. So they all do matter. And uh, we'll also continue to talk about the Steelers. What do you think the biggest change in the offseason has to be for the Steelers? And can they avoid that for at least another week and get in the playoffs? And let me ask you, if they do get in the playoffs, this is a little bit different than last year. Because I think uh, with a young quarterback who has some moxie, we've seen that the last couple of weeks, it'll be a big exposure to him. But can he handle it? Can the run game do it? I mean, you're going against two high-powered offenses if you do specifically Kansas City. But it would be fun to talk about. So how, if they get in, can they advance? What would it take for that to happen? 412-928-9370. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We are rolling along here on Sports Radio 93.7. The fan coming up a little later today. It's Pitt and Clemson. Do you think Pitt is elite at this point? They're playing without John Hughley and their number one uh, recruit from the offseason, Dior Johnson. And still here they are, winners of four straight to start the ACC season. They beat Syracuse. They beat North Carolina. They beat Virginia. And now they take on Clemson, another team that's undefeated in the ACC today at four over the Peterson Event Center. Again, you can sign that banner 
for Demar Hamlin, uh, starting at 2:30, section 224-225 of the uh, Peterson Event Center. As uh, you know, a whole bunch of people want to express their thoughts about his recovery, which is going well so far. A week after, almost a week after what happened on Monday night on the field, and nearly lost his life. 412-928-9370. Before I get back to lines, real quick, I just want to. This is interesting to me because. You know, in order to be a situation, when you start two and six, as the Steelers did, you're going to need a lot of things to happen to get back so that you're playing a meaningful game in the final regular season. Number one, they've taken care of business by going six and two. So that's where it starts. But they've had to have a whole bunch of other stuff happen. You remember how good Tennessee was to start the season? Well, they've lost six in a row. Miami has lost five in a row after winning five straight. And the Jets have lost five straight. On top of that. The Patriots committed one of the biggest faux pas in NFL history on the final play when, for whatever reason, they got Jacoby Myers throws it backwards to um, the quarterback. And and the only person there is a Raider who makes the fumble recovery where it looked like an interception and takes it back to end the game, which is ridiculous to even think of. But all those things happened for the Steelers to be in a position. So maybe... This is meant to be. They got three things happen last week. They need three more this week. 412-928-9370. Let's go out to Bill in Pittsburgh. Bill, thank you for joining me here on 93.7 The Fan. Hey, Paul. Hello, Bill. Hey, Paul. Yeah, I'm here. Go ahead. Hey, listen. uh, Everyone keeps thinking the Buffalo still has to play play for something, right? Because if they want to get the – Get the uh, the the game the championship game at a neutral site. They have to win. Well, if you want to look that far ahead, but they also have to be mindful of their players heading into a game that they may realize is not for the number one seed. So they may not, you know, want to put Josh Allen out there. The whole I think the dynamic of that game changes if Kansas City secures the number one seed. Yeah, but don't you think that you don't you don't think they still would want to win to have a neutral championship game compared to having to go to Kansas City to play that game? I, I think they always want to win, but I'm just saying it depends on how Sean McDermott deals with this. They've had a tough week. They haven't, I'm sure, been fully focused on practice. You may not want to risk certain people. All of that becomes available to them tomorrow if they don't get the number one seed. You know, so yeah. I, I understand what you're saying, but I also don't know if they're thinking that far ahead. Yeah, but I'm with you. I'm with you anyway because I don't think the Jets are going to beat Miami, so I don't think it really matters too much for us as far as we go. Yeah, yeah Jets I, are I, another team that totally gone in a different direction. They were six and three at one point. All these teams have had to collapse. It's really quite startling to watch it if you're looking at it from their point of view when these collapses and it, it's all of them have, have been necessary for the Steelers to get back into it. Thanks, Bill, well, for they, the call. They, Appreciate they, it. They, like you said, they they brought it on themselves, but they came a long way back. At least every game was meaningful. Mean was a meaningful right. season, no matter what, no matter what. But they do. And they I do, do I agree it. with you on Devin Hester, also. Oh, thanks. I do. I do agree. Do. You know, well, he's a kick returner. He's not. You know, he's a wide receiver, but he's a kick returner. And you can't look at that. You know, everyone wants to paint that with a broad brush, saying he's a wide receiver. How should be getting ahead of him? But this guy is one of the best kick returners. You want to have the best offensive lineman. You want you should have the best kick returners and the best, like you said, the best kicker. They should they should right. Devin Hester, Devin Hester was a difference maker when in a position that you hadn't seen anyone play it as well as and he and he has scored more touchdowns than anyone in that role uh, in in the NFL. So in history, so I think he definitely should be a Hall of Famer. Thanks for the call, yeah, Bill. Appreciate yeah. it. 
Let's move along to Brian in Brookline. Brian, welcome to the program. What's going on, man? Hey, Bob. I'm going to comment on two things. So the Hall of Fame, Devin Hester, absolutely. Deion Sanders said it best. This should be the Hall of Great, not the Hall of just good or okay. Heinz Ward, I don't believe, should get in. I'm borderline Reggie Wayne. Joe Thomas and Darrell Revis are locked in this class. We're letting way too many people in that had really, really, really good NFL careers. But Deion Sanders, Rod Woodson, true Hall of Famers, and Deion Sanders said it. This should be the Hall of Fame, not the Hall of Good or Almost Good. And that's how I view that. And then before I let you comment, my second thing is for the Steelers to to advance, Bob, and to get better, I think we need to switch out coordinators. I think Matt Canada is obvious scheme. The two and six, I just can't overcome the first, the two and six first start of the season. Um, and I think the defensive, we pay a lot of money for defense in this league. And I, even though it's Mike Tomlin calling the defense, I don't know if Terrell Austin is a suitable uh, uh, defensive coordinator. So I would just say coordinators um, for next year. And uh, that's, that's it. I'll let you. What do you think about my uh, thing? Well, first of all, I don't. I don't think they're going to make a change to defensive uh, coordinator. I don't. I do think that offensive coordinator. They will um, look at options there. Uh, you know, there are a lot of people who tell me now they're they're trending in a different direction because of the way the offense is played, but they still haven't scored enough points. So, you know, I, I think there's one year left on a contract for Matt Canada. That's that'll be part of the consideration. I also think Kenny Pickett as the quarterback should have some say in this as well. I'm not saying he should decide. I'm saying he should have a say. I think everyone should who has a, you know, hands on a, a part of that offensive game plan. So uh, there will be a change there, I think, anyway. And as far as your comment about Heinz Ward, I mean, he is a Super Bowl MVP. Uh, and the game, when he played it on that team, was not conditioned to throw the ball all over the field. So his numbers get stacked up in terms of receiving yards or receptions. He wasn't that. He was different. He was a blind. I think you may be underestimating how, what kind of impact Heinz Ward. Let me ask you this. If you had a choice, if both in their prime, Heinz Ward or, for example, Torrey Holt or Andre Johnson, which one would you want on your team? In their prime? In their prime. Honestly, I, I, in their prime, out of honestly, Andre Johnson, because he was a freak. He just was a good player on a bad team for a long time. Uh, just a freakish athlete. So if you're asking the prime, I understand where you're going with Hines. I'm not saying, I'm just saying, Bob, we're putting too many people in and everybody wants to put people in with a thousand receptions. Yes, he did great in his era. But how can you just throw Deion Sanders' comment away? It's the Hall of Good, not the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but it's also a very subjective call. These voters have different opinions. So you may you may not agree on what's great. That's that's the whole point of this. When you have 15 finalists, they're going to choose five. I give them credit for at least taking, you know, five a year or whatever they're going to take versus baseball who takes nobody. I still maintain that Bonds, Clemens, all those guys should be in the Hall of Fame. They were allowed to I play. Nobody stopped them from playing. And everyone's going to torture them because they, you know, uh, of the steroid cloud that overshadowed everything in baseball. Well, guess what? Baseball they took bought. advantage of that. They mar they monetized it. They turned it into something that benefited them. Why? Because those were outstanding, great athletes. They should not be the overlooked in that department. 
at least the, at least the NFL, Bob, you'll you'll they'll put five in. Ron Cook gets a Hall of Fame vote for the baseball, and he don't even send his vote in. So, uh, I mean, at least I think he uh, voted on a couple of guys this time. But I get your point. I no, mean, it, and again, it is a subjective thing. What you look at is great. I may look differently at great. There, everyone on this, on this list to me of these finalists, I can make a case for. I could some better than others. But I'm not the only one in that room. They have a bunch of voices and a bunch of people, and they have to decide what they think. All right, man. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate it. Or Brian, I'm sorry. Let's go out to Ed in Kennedy Township. Ed's joining us right now on the fan hotline. What's going on, Ed? Yeah, uh, I'd say late in the fourth quarter, the Steelers are six down to the Browns. Kenny Pickett has that intangible that you feel like he's going to wheel the ball into the end zone. And uh, you're talking about Johnny Unitas, Montana, those kind of guys. He just has that characteristic. Well, he does, and it's shown up the last couple of weeks. More so even last week because it was on the road and not at home against the Raiders, even though that was, you know, given all the impact of Franco Harris's legacy on that game. And, uh, man, it was a great finish in that uh, 30, minus 30-degree weather. But I thought last week, given what was at stake and also the throws he made, two of them moving to his left, throwing against his body and putting it on the money, number one to Fryermuth, but the game winner to Najee Harris. That is a difficult throw. And you heard Chris Collinsworth say, that it was, if you didn't know who was throwing it, you saw the play, you thought it was Pat Mahomes. So that's a that's a pretty high compliment for a rookie quarterback to get. And his first two opportunities at these situations both turned out to be touchdown drives, not field goal drives to win games. You know, Mike has a chance. Mike has a chance to lead the league in interceptions this year. Who was the last Steeler to do it? Didn't uh, Minka do that once when when he first got here? I can't remember. Uh, you're going to catch me off guard with that on top of my head. Um, back to Mel, Mel Bunt was 11 in 1975. Yeah, but Donnie Shell, Donnie Shell, how many did he have in his career? He had 51. What was his best year? Well, would I? Um, I'd have to look. Numbers are not there, but you know, Minka Fitzpatrick. Speaking of him, he was voted Team MVP. I thought, quite frankly, it came down to him or Hayward. I would have chosen Cam Hayward and what he's meant, although Minka Fitzpatrick is a closer. There's no question about that. He can do things in that game in Cincinnati to start the season, the interception, the pick six to start it, and the blocked uh, extra point at the end of it. I mean, that's that's pretty significant stuff. We'll take a break at 412-928-9370. Thanks for the call, Ed. Uh, and we have more coming up next hour. Again, 3.30 today. It's Pit Panther Preview. Panthers get set to take on Clemson. Do you believe Pitt is legit? Do you believe they can do what they have to do? They have a they have a group that's really uh, game ready uh, in these in these conference games. I do think the ACC is down a bit, but I also think that helps them. And boy, they're uh, turning things around. Hopefully, that can continue. And have you changed your opinion about Jeff Capel now? Because there are a lot of people who thought that uh, was going to end and him being dismissed at some point, but now they put it together. They seem to have some guys coming in next year. Maybe this is a turnaround season. It happened pretty quickly when nobody saw it was coming. Also, a little shout-out to the Duquesne Dukes because they're off to a good start as well. And the other day, Jimmy Clark, you know, he actually made a sports center top play, number four overall with a you know, – Brett. he made a steal, goes in, throws it off the backboard to himself for a, a dunk, a VCU transfer, and they beat VCU 79-70. to 70. So – uh, they're off to a pretty good start here at 12-4, and 2-1 and one in their conference. We have an update with Joel Nelson coming up. We also have much more coming up right here. It's the Bob Pompiani Show, Sports Radio, 93.7 The Fan. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.